Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey, thank you, Trevor. Uh, I appreciate you, my brother. Welcome to Hell of a Week. I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. Hello. Uh, you know, Thursday night is Raiders' ugly little head again, and that means it's time for us to take a good long look at this week in hell. Now, hip-hop legend Flavor Flav went off on a Spirit Airlines employee for closing the gate after he was allegedly late boarding a flight. First of all, uh, I don't know how you're late for anything with a big-ass clock around your neck, all right? (laughs) Second of all, how do you get the door closed on you on Spirit, all right? Spirit planes don't even come with doors, all right? Unless you pay $8 extra, all right? If Spirit could charge you for windows, they would. Oh, did you survive the flight? That would be an extra $8, all right? (laughs) Hey, Flav, there's a reason God didn't let you make that flight. Consider it a blessing in disguise, all right? Uh, In other airline news, a woman got stopped by security at an Australian airport because the metal butt plug she was wearing, it kept setting off alarms, all right? (laughs) To make this story even more newsworthy, the butt plug, which I repeat she was wearing, all right, contained the ashes of her dead boyfriend. Oh. And some folks say the notebook is the greatest love story ever told, right? <laughs> The irony of an Australian woman having her dead boyfriend down under. And let's not skip over the fact that her man is still giving her anal from the grave. <laughs> oh, that's right, you're gonna get these eight inches from six feet under. And if you're not into necrophilia, uh, we got some live sex news this week, too. An Arizona teacher and her husband both lost their jobs after they were caught filming OnlyFans videos in an eighth-grade classroom. Hmm. I think where they went wrong is they should have at least waited until the kids left for the day. Okay? <laughs> I'm lying. The kids weren't there. But still, I don't mind that they were fired. Right? You can't be getting it in inside the classroom, right? Poor kids slipping around on semen like ASAP Rocky and Rikers Island. <laughs> All right? But this does speak to how little teachers get paid, all right? Now, in order to make a decent income, they got to make him come. <laughs> and now for some serious news. I can't avoid the subject any longer, all right? We all know that there was a monumental announcement this week, an announcement that is sure to divide this country even more, but none of us can act surprised, all right? We all knew this plump, unhealthy, darker-than-it-should-be orange specimen would make a comeback around this time. That's right, Popeye's announced the release of their new (laughs) black and chicken sandwich. What did y'all guys think I was talking about? Uh, We got a lot more things to talk about, including that other orange specimen and tech giant, Queen Nyla. Let's get it.
Hey, it has been a hell of a week, and here to talk about it are the most soothing soothsayers in late night. She's a journalist and the co-host of Daily Blast Live. Lindsey Granger is here! He's a political commentator and a staff writer at The Atlantic. David Frum is here. And he is the host of the podcast, and Godfrey, we trust the very, very funny, my guy, Godfrey is here! And later in the show, the head of the door, Malaje herself, Denai Guerrera, will be stopping by, okay? But first, here's what I want to talk about. Topic one, how to pay. Uh, hot damn ho, here we go again. All right. After much hemming and hawing, cottage cheese king Donald Trump had something to say Tuesday night. That's right, people. On Tuesday, a man who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election and inspired an attempted coup of this country in a desperate attempt to keep himself in power and who is facing multiple local and federal investigations staked his claim to the White House in front of hundreds of gap-toothed Trumpies. But here's what I want to know. Uh, how do we not make the mistake of making Trump larger than life again? How do we keep him from taking up all the oxygen, Godfrey? You can't. Uh. He, he's a he's a terrific idiot. <laughs> he's, he's Donald Trump is an interesting man, regardless yeah. of whether you like it or not. He's just a, I just I love his narcissism. He's so narcissistic. Is he interesting or a train wreck? And you know we love watching a good train. I'm the best president that you ever had in your life. <laughs> I should take over this show. You're very terrible as a host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just fantastic. I just... He thinks he's handsome. I love that. His little puckered lips. Mm, you know? <laughs> and he hates his family. He's so narcissistic. I can't help but watch this dude. Oh, see, Even I'm when I'm ready. in a bar and there's no volume, I go, what is he saying? <laughs> he has that little mouth. <laughs> and... He- this is what I'm dreading, man. I'm dreading him every day in the news cycle. David, why did he announce so early? Is this a case of, like, premature elaculation? You know, I don't worry about what's inside his head. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> not much there. What about on top? No, as, God, as Godfrey <laughs> said, there's all kinds of there's seething emotions there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The question is, is, it's not a question about him. It's a question about you. And how are you going to stop him? And what are you going to do? Because he was president before. He was unthinkable before. Yeah. Now it's thinkable. It, could, it did happen, so it could happen. And if it does happen, it means more force, more fraud, more violence. Yeah, know? that's why I feel like you can't talk about him without saying Trump is facing charges of conspiracy to defraud the U.S., treason, and who knows what else. Lindsey, should he even be eligible to run? Well, I know that we want to say, like, as the American public, that Trump needs to pay for the way that he behaved while in office. And that's a good theory, but actually he hasn't been federally charged, as you both know, with anything. And so we don't have an actual... to prosecute privileged white men. That, well, he it's said he, could, he said I can go on Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody yeah. and I'll be fine. And so I think he's testing that narrative. Yeah. I also think if you want to talk about exactly your question, Article 2 of the Constitution specifically doesn't name anything like being under investigation as something that's a d- deterrent oh, for you to run wow. for president. And I know they're asking for more of Uber drivers than they are for presidents. Yes. I understand that, but this is not unprecedented. You can, you can, run, okay. for pres- Sorry. You can run for president yeah. from prison. And in fact, a governor of Massachusetts was elected from prison. There's, there's one way to stop someone from running for office, and there's only one. Not in the courts, but in the Congress. Because one of the penalties for conviction after an impeachment is that Congress can say, they can't put you to prison, they can't charge you a dime in fines, but they can say, you may never run again for an office in the United Jesus, States. I, I didn't even and, add that. He's been impeached twice. And he's yes. been impeached twice, twice, but not convicted. Here's, what, here's the problem. It's the yeehaws that Trump... Is- <laughs> Listen, I, I, perform, I perform in the deep south, and it's 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 all those yeah, it's those guys 
that want Trump. I, I perform in deep south yeah. where their mouths don't move. I'll tell you something right now. This is how it goes. <laughs> and they go, Trump, I'm Trump supporter all day, you know? Godfrey, I want and, you to know you and, want to... You're one of the few people who still think Trump is entertaining, though. Like he's know, really entertaining. No, I'm trying think, not to say. People think he's getting boring. <laughs> it's like listening to R. Kelly, but you keep it quiet. You know what I mean? Didn't the midterms? You're like this step, step. Oh, he was wrong, but <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the midterms show us that everyone's ready to bring the temperature down? I think, like, when Fox News lets you go, when yeah. New York Post puts you on page 26 <laughs> next to the obituaries, yeah. and when your daughter says, I'm good, love, enjoy yeah. this run, I think yeah. that that's telling you the temperature overall for the country and where Republicans stand. Yeah. I think people are ready for, like, a sane representation of the conservative party. I hope so. I Trump really is do. Thanos, man. I Trump don't believe Thanos. that. Thanos he lost, likes... though. Thanos lost in the end. But that, but okay. That, but Trump is too. He likes the attention. He likes even when we say we hate him. That gives him strength. His <laughs> rings come to his fists. Oh, he doesn't like not being in the in the spotlight. He's making TikToks. Peekaboo. You know what I mean? Come on. Well, if he's Thanos, I hope we're in the end game now. Okay? The only thing I ask of the media is when they cover him is to always say a man who tried to overthrow the results of the 2020 presidential election and inspired an attempted coup in his country and a desperate attempt to keep himself in power and who is facing multiple local and federal investigations, okay? And he was impeached twice, but he's running for president again. Right? Make sure you add all of that. My panel is hanging out, and the beautiful and talented Denai Guerrero will be coming through. Stay tuned. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Hell of a Week. Uh, I'm here with a panel that's got so many hot takes, they might as well be kleptomaniacs in a jalapeno store. All right? We got Lindsey Granger, David Frum, and the one and only Godfrey. Uh, next topic. Nomadic. All right? Someone please uh, check on our good brother, 21 Savage. Okay? I heard he's feeling, feeling a little ill. Okay? Illmatic, that is. All right? Over the weekend, 21 ruffled feathers in a clubhouse conversation about Nas. You're using the most irrelevant app to speak on the legend Nas. Jones. Come on, man. Wow. David, your thoughts? Well, I I don't follow music closely. (laughs) (laughs) But as I understand it, what's going on here is a well-funded, deep-pocketed challenger is trying to rise in his industry by attacking and disrespecting a well-established figure. It sounds exactly like the Republican nomination. Uh Oh! Yeah! I like that. Lindsay, thoughts? (laughs) 
think most cultures hold their elders in a high regard. And for yeah. some reason in hip hop culture, we're having trouble doing that. And even as Thank funny you. stuff like making genuine a meme, like that man done broke records and genuine opened up the door. He that move was funny. Okay, but it's for us it's funny because we listen to it. But for, for young kids, it's like, who is this oh, older man? Like I heard Gen Z people like, who is that? And I'm like, huh? Because yeah. like back in the day, I feel like they, and I feel like old saying back in the day, but they used to show us the music and tell us stuff. And Nas has transcended music in a way that a lot of Absolutely. artists have not. So let me talk about his multi-million dollar fund that invests in his community, that invests in restaurants. This man invested in Ring Doorbell before Ring. it was bought out by Amazon. Yeah. So this yeah. is a multi-million dollar yeah. man that you should actually aspire to be like yeah. instead of talk crap about. His investment portfolio is very uh, relevant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, let me tell this 21 savage sewage that uh, Nas is my favorite rapper, along with Rakim. I just saw KRS-One and Cypress Hill last week. Oh, yeah? These are gods of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Re- and, and you're disrespecting Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. You know what I'm saying? The Treacherous Three, Cool Modi, LL Cool J, when DJ Academics opened his mouth. Russell Simmons had to tell him, I don't even know who you are, but you need to quit disrespecting the architects. Yeah. The right. reason why you're making money is for people in the Bronx that had no money, created something out of oppression, and you're making money out of it, you mumble-rapping piece of shit. Let me tell you something. <laughs> and I'm not knocking him as a person. 20, hey, 20, I like 21 as a rapper. I don't know. Yeah. That's cute. I do like him as a rapper. That's great. <laughs> but Busta Rhymes, all these guys that are still rhyming, I want a battle between our, our old school, because remember, Jay-Z's on our side, too. Yeah. And you remember what happened to Machine Gun Kelly. He got out of rap after it'll Eminem be gener- came out of his cave. It'll be a generational thing, though. What are you talking about? It'll be generational. So, like, uh, we might like the Jay-Z's better. No, 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 you'll have no, a no, generation. Uh, like, yeah. Uh-uh, we want those dumb things yeah. against <laughs> us. It's going to be two universes, all right? And we're going to battle them. You don't ever. That's sacrilege to talk about Nas <laughs> like that, buddy. Stick yeah. with your little Nas X. Stick Wait, with I that wanted, guy. I wanted to... I'm not knocking those guys, but stick with those. How dare he let, name himself Lil Nas? Let me ask Nas. you a question, though, Godfrey. What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, it's all these little head, little feet, little eye, little talent. We had littles, too, though. Yeah. We had littles. Bro. We no, had you have some Lil Wayne I like. Lil Bow Wow. Lil John, Lil Wayne. Lil Bow Wow. Lil John. She said Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. I just, I'm messing, I'm messing, I'm messing. I love, but yo, but we, we, I think we're probably the only culture that disrespects right. our elders. Everyone else respects yeah. them, except us. What is that? And we publicly always shame ourselves. Enough with that, black folks, enough. Right. All right, you're doing a, a, an art form that's old. It's not new. You didn't recreate rap. And for context, 21 yeah. Savage has been out for seven years. We talk about like his first album drop versus Nas, Nas 30. 30! Literally, yeah. 1991 yeah. is when and his mixtape King's just came out, his third one Exactly, so he can still make about? music. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you think that Drake is having this impact on 21 Savage to be a little disrespectful. So yes. what? Yes. Degrassi, yes. relax. <laughs> <laughs> relax, Degrassi. Um, he needs to be quiet, all right? Yeah. Got, this is all, listen, remember, Nas got famous without social media. All right? These people came without, and they're still around. Respect. Yeah, I don't like that word relevant. I think relevant is, is subjective, but I think when you're classic, when you're iconic, when you're legendary, you're always relevant. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Godfrey, thank you, my brother. Thank David from Lindsey Granger. Appreciate y'all. Denai Guerrero will be joining us when we come back, and she's going to tell us the exact location of the real Wakanda. It's hell of a week.
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, welcome back to Hell of a Week. My next guest is currently starring in the biggest movie in the galaxy. You also know her from her days killing zombies as Michonne on The Walking Dead. Give it up for General Okoye from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Denai Guerrera is here. How are you? Hey, guys. Good. How are you? Great crowd. Okay. Now, uh, I don't know if y'all seen Wakanda Forever yet. I'm sure you have, right? Okay. There's a, there's a lot of swimming in the movie. And, and, and Ryan Coogler, who directed the film, he said he learned to swim just to direct the film. Were you a part of that whole process as well? Uh, I got really excited when okay. I found out about the swimming because I, I was a competitive swimmer as a kid. Oh. Yeah, and uh, it was something that I gave up in terms of competing, but I always have loved it. It's my favorite sport. I go back to it every now and then. So to actually get to do it on screen, I'd never, ever had that opportunity. Yeah. And I also thought it was a really cool thing um, just to see black folks swimming. I don't think we get to see that enough. So, um, you know, it was just a, I, I went all in. You know, I got a, I, on my own, I got like an Olympics trainer and, yeah. and went all in and tried to learn as well as I could. I, I mean, if you was a competitive swimmer, did you have to like refresh some things? Like, what did you have to learn again? Well, you know, here's the thing. I was a competitive swimmer when I was like up to the age of like 13. So let's just like really <laughs> keep it real. I kept swimming and I had, I loved swimming with speed, but like learning how to swim from on that level where you're yeah. actually really learning what Olympic swimmers do to gain speed and momentum and endurance was like a whole new thing to learn. And I got really like kind of passionate about it, just learning about it with the black community, yeah. how we don't get exposed to it that much and it can affect even children. Cause like I found out like black kids are five times more likely to drown than white kids, which really got me and, and that's I'm simply very passionate from, about it now. Is that simply from a lack of not knowing? It's, it's from, I think it's from the lack of, it's so many factors, but I think it's yeah. really, it's, I think it's so economic. I think it's about like what's in the communities that gives them that, that exposure. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I think it's really, um, it's an important, it's a life skill that I'm, I'm now really passionate about. So I'm so happy that it's in the movie the way it is. Your, your character has such an interesting story arc in the film. I mean, everybody's dealing with, with grief in the film, but you're also dealing with uh, isolation, you know, I would call it, uh, by people you love. How did those two emotions collide for you in this film? Yeah, it was, it was, it was, we were dealing with a lot. It was a very intense process. Mm-hmm. We, we had lost Chadwick and, you know, that's our brother. It was our, the soul of what we were doing. He was our anchor as a leader and he was a very, very anchoring, stabilizing presence just in life. Mm-hmm. Um, South Carolina's own. Yes. And uh, it was it was devastating to lose him. And coming back was all about honoring him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the the focus of everything we did was about that. And the, the journey and the joy of it was that we got to actually explore 
the experiences of these characters, the grief actually was honoring him as well. But mm -hmm. they got, they were going through it. We were going through it. We hadn't gone through it together yet, because mm -hmm. sadly he he'd passed in 2020. We were very isolated at that time from seeing each other, even personally. So it was very much a time for us to come together and to mourn him together, but also to have the characters go through their grieving process. And that was um, very different for, for any sort of film, honestly, quite on the scale. But also the journey of my character was, um, it was it was very it was important to me that she doesn't just come across as like strong or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, she's yeah. a full person. So yeah. I was thankful that we got to see her go through some stuff she would never have expected because she was trying to shoulder everything, which That's we right. do sometimes as black women or women, we tend to try to shoulder a lot, but we're not letting ourselves go through it. Did this film change how you view death? And the reason I ask that is because whenever I think about like the ancestral plane, I'm like, well, if you get to see your people afterwards in that way, maybe it ain't so bad. Uh, there's there's a lot of hope in there. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's the beauty of, of the, the journey and the story and, and of what we, what that belief is, is that th that's the hope. And I think mm -hmm. that's what the story is not just m totally just sad or morose. It has a hope in it that, that that's that thread, mm -hmm. that we don't, we move to another plane. And someone once said about Chadwick that he always felt like he was so deeply connected to the ancestors. And I felt that around him mm. big time. I mean, he even had the drum on set and we were, he would drum, his, his boy Jabari would drum. We got Jabari back, thank God, for this one. So we really felt that culture he brought to places that really connected you mm -hmm. to yourself, to your people, to your ancestors. So there's something about that um, that, that is very rich and, and is kind of more resonant now in me than it was before. Did you think it was even possible to do it? Do a second one without him? I, um, yeah, I think there, there's an extent to which it was an act of faith and it was an act of belief that like what he went through and what he did to, to give what he gave to the world, um, we, we had to give our all to give that to him. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for joining us this evening. Thank you. Uh, if you haven't yet, check out Deny and Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And if you have already checked it out, check it out again. All right? <laughs> Deny Guerrero, everybody. When we come back, more hell of a week. Hey! Uh, welcome back to Hell of a Week. Now, before we go, I want to talk about the future. Not the rapper, but the children, okay? Because we all know that children are the future, all right? The Labor Department discovered dozens of children working in a meatpacking plant in the Midwest. That's right, a slaughterhouse. Uh, we always heard the phrase, you don't want to see how the sausage gets made. And now we know why, all right? Turns out it's a bunch of fifth graders operating meat grinders. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwest, where tricks aren't for kids, but jobs are, all right? <laughs> I know we all hear this news and want to whistle for our high horses to pull up so we can hop our hypocritical asses on. But remember, you're wearing sneakers and watching this on your smartphone. And both of those were made in China in a great big factory full of tiny little kids. All right. Nobody's in favor of child labor, but everybody's in favor of keeping their sneakers cheap. And in ethics, like in romance, the wallet usually wins. What's that old saying? Uh, out of sight, out of fucks to give about child labor. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Go look it up on your child labor phone. <laughs> I go by the name of Charlemagne the God. Come back next Thursday for another hell of a week. So be sure to listen to Hell of a Week with Charlemagne the God wherever you get your podcast. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 
Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.